Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Husky Talk. We are your hosts, Frank and Jalen. This week our guest has both volunteered and run in the Iditarod. Please welcome to the show, Meredith Mapes. Hi Meredith, how are you? I'm good, thank you for asking. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Husky Talk. Now on to our first segment, Iditarod Trivia. We have five Iditarod Trivia questions for you to answer. (laughs) Oh boy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Who was the first female champion for the Iditarod? Libby Riddles. What is the halfway checkpoint for the northern route? Galena. Nah, it's Cripple. Oh, Cripple, you're right. Galena is the Fairbanks route. How many minutes apart do mushers start? Two. What was used for the very first finish line? The Burled Arch? I don't know, actually. Actually, it's Kool-Aid. The Burled Arch came later. Yeah, Kool-Aid. Okay, reasonable. Who has the fastest finish time? Mitch Phoebe. Good job. You were three out of five. Now on to finding out a little bit about you. Awesome. Can you tell us your background? Yeah, so I started running sled dogs when I was six through Girl Scouts, and then I got my first sled dogs when I was 12 years old through one of my mom's coworkers. And I've been running sled dogs ever since. We read that you got a degree in dance theater. What inspired you to get involved into dance? I've been dancing since I was two or three, so I thoroughly enjoyed it and rediscovered dance my freshman year of college and was trying to figure out what my major would be and discovered theater. And uh, when I transferred to UAA in Anchorage, their theater degree has two tracks. You can do either theater acting or theater with dance. And I was like, you know what? I like dancing. So I studied theater and dance. What inspired you to get involved in mushing? Um, I was originally through Girl Scouts. I was earning the dog mushing Girl Scout badges, uh, try it when I was a Brownie Girl Scout. And my family's always been a big fan of the race. My mom's actually followed the race from the very beginning because when she was in the military, she was stationed in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and the veterinarian at her base was Dr. Terry Adkins, who was the veterinarian for the first Iditarod and later went on to run several races. So she followed him when he was running the race and my family's been a fan ever since. What talk about talk talk to us about how you got involved in in the Iditarod? Um, well, it was always a dream of mine, of course, having been a fan of the race for so long. And my parents told me that if I finished college first, they would help me pay for my first Iditarod. So I kept running dogs all through high school, college. Um, I had my own sled dogs all through high school, and then the last couple years, I gave them all away and ran other people's dogs for a few years. And then towards the end of college, I started building my own team with the idea that I wanted to run the Iditarod with a team of my own sled dogs after I graduated. And two years after I graduated is when I ran my first Iditarod. Interesting. We see you did the junior Iditarod when you were younger. Talk to us about the experience. Yeah, junior Iditarod was amazing. So I ran it four times when I was 14, 15, 16, and 17. 
And if you guys don't know a whole lot about it, it's a 150-mile sled dog race for kids 14 to 17 years old. And it's about 75 miles out to the halfway checkpoint, Yetna Station, which is actually the first I did a checkpoint. And then the kids have a 10-hour layover there, and then they march 75 miles back to the finish line in Willow. And it was a super cool experience. I know it changed me a lot when I was younger, just learning to be out there by yourself and self-sufficient. And it is actually an Iditarod qualifier, too. So several kids that have run the junior Iditarod have then gone on to run the Iditarod as well. What did you have to do to qualify for the Iditarod? To qualify, I ran three races. So you have to do two races that are 300 miles or more and one that's 150 miles or more. So I did the Northern Lights 300 twice in uh, 2016 and 2017. And I ran the Knick 200 in... I think 2016 also. Talk to us about your first Iditarod and what did what you experienced. Um, well, it was Snowmageddon. We had a lot of snow in 2018. There were three big snowstorms that I remember. So it was a very long, slow slog for the most part. It was nice because it was pretty warm for me. I struggled with staying warm, so I didn't get too cold on the race. But once the temperatures cooled down up on the coast, it was nice because the dogs sped up a little bit and we traveled a little bit better. And I learned a lot, a lot about me, a lot about my dogs. And this year I really wanted to run the race again because I wanted to see the northern route. So I didn't, last time I ran the southern route of the trail and thought it was interesting, but not my favorite. So I want to see how the northern route compares. Speaking of snow, do you happen to have any snow up there right now? We do not. In fact, I think it's going to rain up here again today, although it is currently 32 degrees, so it's supposed to be freezing. Right now, um, we're having we're in the middle of a snowstorm, basically, and it's on Halloween. <laughs> That's awesome. When I was little, we used to have to design our Halloween costumes here to fit over snowsuits or around snowsuits. Well, now, I think this year, everybody's just going to be out in their normal Halloween costumes. It's going to be so different. Is there something that stands out about the Iditarod for you? I think the community is the, my favorite part. Both of the mushers and the volunteers and the fans of the race. It's just a big celebration of Alaska, and it's super cool. What was life like before you got into the Iditarod? Um, I think life was pretty boring before I got into Iditarod. I didn't have a whole lot of... I didn't know what I was doing with my life, so it was nice to rediscover sled dogs when I was in college and be like, yeah, I really do like running sled dogs, and that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. Now that you have finished the Idea Ride once, how will you use that experience to help you this year? Um, my training's been a little bit different. We've done a lot more hill training already this year and pulling at lower speeds just to get the dogs used to that and slogging through the snow and such. Um, and I think just spending more time out there with my dogs and running them as much as I can this year, which is difficult, of course, because I work a full-time job, too. But doing everything I can to spend as much time with them. We read that you are a member with of Mush with Pride. Can you tell us, can you tell us what this group is about? Yeah, so Mush with Pride is providing responsible information on a dog's environment. And I'm actually a board member of the group. We're currently reworking our guidelines, which are suggestions for people to have their kennels kept at the highest quality. So 
things like making sure you get poop scooped every day, the pens that the dogs are kept in or chains that they're kept in are in good shape so they can't get loose or injure themselves and things like that. Um, we're also reworking with the guidelines to include some information on mental stimulation so, because not just exercise, but dogs require mental stimulation as well. So in a time when they're not running, like in the summertime, we want to give them things to do so they don't get bored. So we're reworking the guidelines and I'm excited for the group to be getting up and going again and getting that information out there for mushers across the world. Now on to our last segment, Would You Rather. We have five Would You Rather questions. Are you ready? Six. Sure. Dogs or cats? Dogs. I have two cats, but dogs are better. Musher in the Iditarod or volunteer in the Iditarod? Ooh, musher. I volunteered last year, and I, all I wanted to be was out there racing on the trail. Hot or cold? Hot. Biking, camping, or photography? Ooh, camping. But also photography while camping. <laughs> sing or dance? Dance. I don't sing. Country or classical music? Ooh, country. Although I listen to both. Lastly, well, can you think of three people who would be good guests for, on our podcast? only interview mushers or do you interview volunteers and stuff as well we Vol interview like mushers volunteers anybody okay um i think you should interview chaz st george with the iditarod um maybe melissa stewart who's one of my neighbors but her family has also been involved in the iditarod for a very long time Charlie Bania, who's also my neighbor and a very interesting dog musher. Thank you. All right. Thanks, you guys. Last thing. What is your favorite song? Ooh, my favorite song. Uh, I'm going to have to go with My Shot from Hamilton. We... We also listen to Hamilton, and we, well, I love it anyways. <laughs> yes, it's good. Do you One of those that you don't get bored of. Um, do you have any questions for us? I don't think so. Thank, Thank you, Meredith Mates, for joining us on Husky Talking, taking time out of your day to talk to us. Awesome. Thanks for having me, you guys. Special thanks to Meredith Mace for joining us. Subscribe to us on iTunes and tune in next week. Also, thanks to Hobo Jim for our theme song, the Iditarod Trail song. Now enjoy a clip from Meredith's favorite song, My Shot, from the Hamilton Musical. Drop knowledge, I'm a diamond in the rough, a shiny piece of coal.